this is Chaos Cast, the Chaos Community Podcast, where we share use cases and experiences with measuring open source community help, elevating conversations about metrics, analytics, and software from the Community Health Analytics Open Source Software, or short Chaos Project, to wherever you like to listen. Welcome to this episode. This podcast is sponsored by our friends at Sustain, a community of open source enthusiasts and professionals that care about the future of open source. Learn more at sustainoss.org. On the panel today are Asta Bist. Hello, everyone. I am Asta Bist, and I'm a computer science undergraduate student from Dehradun, India. I have been contributing to the Chaos Project since... February 2020, and I'm pretty excited to be here. We're excited to have you too. Welcome. Matt Snell. Hi, I'm also glad to be here. I'm a graduate student from the University of Nebraska at Omaha, and I work with mostly DNI metrics for the Chaos Project. Diversity and inclusion is my passion, and I have been working lately on the Chaos DNI badging program. Welcome, Matt. And myself, Georg Blink. Hi, I'm one of the co-founders of the Chaos Project. I'm the director of sales at Viturgia. And today I'm super excited that we have a podcast to highlight the work that was done by technical writers through the Google Season of Docs program. We had two technical writers working with the Chaos Project and we split this podcast episode into two parts so we can talk in depth with each one of them. In the first part, we are talking with Shoya and in the second part with Jeskarat. So Shoya, welcome to this podcast. Would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Hi, everyone. I'm Shoya and I'm a postgraduate student from East China Nam University. Currently, I live in Shanghai, China, and my major is software and data science. I first came across Chaos in March this year because of my lab had a research topic to evaluate the influence and the activeness of GitHub open source projects. So we found Chaos is using metrics to do similar things, which is impressive. And that began my story with Chaos. Oh, that's wonderful. That So... Can you maybe share a little bit more about the history of how you came to Chaos, what it was like to apply for the Google Season of Docs program, and why you chose this project when we had many others to choose from? So actually heard about the badging project from quite a long time ago because diversity and inclusion working group is my most frequently attended meeting. As I mentioned before, at first I was inspired by using metrics to evaluate projects and communities from different aspects. Since my lab has struggled for a semester to do data analysis on GitHub. And the first working group of Chaos I participate is DI working group. And I was actually impressed by the open and delightful atmosphere. So I put my sight on how the people are working together to produce metrics and uh, how to make open source community more diversity and inclusive. I went to the GitHub repository and I feel really confused about 
what the badging project is going to do. And I think we may need some documents to do some define and explain works. And when I heard the project has CISOP doc internship, I just think I could have a try with that. Okay, so maybe not all of our listeners are familiar with the diversity and inclusion or short DNI badging program. And I know Matt and Asa, both of you have been integral to the development of this program. Would you mind sharing a little bit what the program, the DNI badging program is about and what the status was before Shoya started her project? Talking about what the project status was before Shaya came in to work on it, the documentation was pretty scattered out and it wasn't very descriptive. So it was like just in chunks among all our repositories. And talking about the DNI badging project, it focuses on allocating badges according to the DNI practices a project or an event follows. And this these badges are allocated according to evaluation done by real people. So the process for the whole badge allocation is GitHub focused and there's a certain workflow to that. So initially the people apply through the website and then they're directed to GitHub where they can interact with reviewers and improve their own documents and the things and also focus on how they can improve their particular diversity and inclusion practices. We also hope to lead people to actually improve their practices based on feedback. To add to that, I think the emphasis is also that we started at the beginning of this year and we're already here. I'm really excited about that, that we've moved so far and pretty quickly too. And we started just as a GitHub repository. We have moved to a spot on the Chaos website We've gotten involved with many different communities, started an outreach group, and we're really gaining steam at this point. I'm really excited about it. Thank you for explaining what the DNI badging project is now. I still remember when we started two years ago, three years ago, the Chaos Project, the Diversity Inclusion Working Group was the first one to form because diversity inclusion is such an important topic for creating healthy communities. And as we were building out metrics for understanding what does it mean to have a diverse and inclusive and welcoming community, how do we measure that? The metrics that we came up with are really difficult to put into practice. And so while we were having this understanding that it's important, here's what it looks like, we needed a way for people to actually measure it and communicate that they are doing well. And so thank you for all of your work over the last year on creating this badge where, as you said, projects can go and they can basically assert that, hey, we are attentive to creating a welcoming, diverse and inclusive community. Here are the things that we do. And then you work with them through a process to maybe, one, verify that the projects or events we are also doing badges for events are doing these things. And then through this iterative feedback cycle, maybe even improve it. So thank you for all of this. And Asa, you mentioned that at the beginning of this Google Season of Docs project, there was not a coherent documentation 
And that was the idea for Google Season of Docs to start. It was kind of bare bones. So Google Season of Docs focused on fleshing it out more and even improving it in some areas. So Shoya, you came to the DNI working group. You came to the badging project. So I know we posted on the Google Season of Docs that, hey, we are looking for someone to help us write the documentation, make it more accessible and easier to navigate and all that and complete it because there were a lot of things all over the place. So what was your experience coming into this project, deciding what the final outcome will look like and getting started? Talk about how to getting started. I start from getting went to the repository and create a new issue as uh, talk about because I feel confused about I don't know what the project is about and I talk about the understand from my point of view and I remember I at that time I even made a basic mistake about what the event in the project means here because at that time, I was always observing GitHub API and log data. So I think the event may refer to GitHub webhook events like issue command, open PR or something like that. The ASTA told me event here means conferences and technical get-togethers. And the experience during the development of the documentation, I think it's great. And the final production is actually quite the same as that in my proposal. During the development, my pace of documentation developing is drafting one pages or two a week according to the project timeline in my proposal. And my mentors, Matt and Asta, have provided me immense help in reviewing and revising them during the process. And I feel really grateful with them. Yeah, we were really good to have you on. So sure, yeah. How was your experience once you started the project? I know some projects, you start out with a plan and then things happen and they don't exactly go how you imagine at first. What were some of the trials and tribulations and how did you overcome challenges? Yeah, I kind of enjoy the whole process uh, during the developing because, well, the the final documentation just come out. The structure doesn't change too much and uh, it go as what I expected. And especially I enjoy each group meetings, either the one-on-one meeting with Asta and Matt or the office hours with Chashkra and Georg. And if you talk about trials, I think language is still existing as the hugest obstacles during the development. Back one, I mean, high school, I consider myself as a quick English learner, but for most of the Asian who has not lived in real English speaking countries, it's never like using your native language. So when I was organizing the sentences of the documentation, I was always afraid that the expression may seem strange to English native speakers or I was making some basic grammar mistakes. And the first few meetings, I took huge effort to open my mouth to speak. I just always can find the word and express freely. And I think 
all the participants in the meetings have helped me and encouraged me a lot. It looks like you have worked a lot in overcoming this language barrier, and I really like that part. So, like, I'm pretty excited to know about how you are going to go forward after this project. What are your future plans? Yeah, my future plan. Uh, first, I'm definitely going to keep contributing to Kiosk. And as the badging project is going to evolve in the future, the project may incorporate badges for projects in the future because for now we only have badges for events and the documentation will need to be updated, updated accordingly. And I'm planning to maintain or help with evolving the documentation as the badging project evolves. And we are really excited to have you on this, continuing to contribute or to the contributions you've made already. This is nice to have you around. Yeah, thanks. We are super grateful for your work on the badging project documentation, and it really does a great job of representing how the project works and all the internal details of it. Yeah, thank you, Shoya, for all of the work that you have put into this. It's been great to see how the documentation evolved over the last couple of weeks, and I'm super happy that our project is now richer and more accessible because people can learn about it more easily. And I also really appreciate that you integrated your work with the community handbook, which we'll talk about in the second part of this episode. So thank you for describing your project and how your experience was in Google Season of Docs. Just quick, would you do it again? Would you recommend others join as technical writers to the project? Yeah, sure. Actually, I was thinking of maybe expand the influence of chaos in Asia-Pacific era, especially in China, I mean. That is actually another plan I'm going to talk about is that this has uh, already been discussed on the chaos Asia-Pacific meeting that considering the 2021st ChaosCon may help in China. And I really wish to help with promoting the influence of chaos in China. And luckily, my Chinese mentor is very interested in chaos, and he's also familiar with King and William in Huawei and some of other open source experts in China. And he would support me with holding a meetup in Shanghai at December 27th. So we were discussing the meetup venue today, and that is something we can also have further discussions on the AP meeting. I think I will recommend my other Chinese laboratory comrades to join Kiosk, not only in the form of uh, season of dogs or some of code, but maybe some more research works or other applications. We always like to round off our episodes with value ads or picks, where we share something that has brought value and joy to our lives. I'm going to save mine for the second part, but Matt Nasa, if you have something you want to share on this first part, feel free to share that. Okay. I've got two to share, so I guess I'm pick greedy there. Something I wanted to talk about today is that I like this company called WASD Keyboards. and They make all kinds of custom keyboards. I have my first one from them, but I actually somehow spilled a whole cup of coffee into the keyboard. So I am... Working on getting another one, and it's coming soon. 
So I'm just excited for that. That's my pick. Awesome. Thank you, Matt. Sure. Yeah. Do you have something that has brought joy and or value to your life recently? Yeah. Can I pick a short break? Maybe just next weekend to go back home and stay with my family because I haven't been home for nearly two months and I really miss those kind of times to stay in my sweet room and uh, watch soap operas or read books. Yeah, that's an excellent pick, having some time to just decompress. Well, it's time to say thank you. Thank you, Shoya, for coming on this podcast and doing all your amazing work during Google Season of Docs. Thank you. And I want to thank, really thank you all the community members who have helped me and encouraged me. And I, I really feel grateful. I also want to thank Matt and Asta for coming on as panelists today and to be mentors in Google Season of Docs. And I'm going to just say this is the end of part one of our episode and we'll resume in a second with part two and just correct to hear about his Google Season of Docs project about the community handbook. While open source software today is powering critical infrastructure, the open source ecosystem as a whole is rapidly changing, facing challenges for governance, maintenance, maintainer burnout, funding, marketing, and more. Are you concerned about these things for your open source software too? Well, in the sustained community, we discuss these challenges and share solutions for how to sustain open source in the long haul. We meet once per year in person, and the rest of the time we keep the fire burning in our discourse forum. Join our conversations at sustainoss.org and sustain OSS on Twitter. Welcome back to part two. On the panel today are Asta Bist. Hi, Asta. Hello, everyone. I am Asta Bist, and I am a computer science undergraduate student from Dehradun, India. And I'm also a co-contributor to the Chaos DNI badging project. Thank you, and welcome. Matt Snell. Hi, I'm Matt, and I love to focus on diversity and inclusion in the Chaos Project. I like to work in risk as well, and my big work as of lately is on the diversity and inclusion badging project. Awesome, welcome. And myself, Georg Link. Hi, everyone. I'm director of sales at Betrugia, one of the co-founders of the Chaos Project, and I participate here and there. And I'm super excited for our guest today. Today, we are talking about Google Season of Docs project with Jaskirat, who was the technical writer on this project. And I'm excited about this project in specific because it was about the community handbook for the Chaos Project. But Jaskirat, welcome. And how are you doing? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for extending an invite. It's really a pleasure to be a part of this. Uh, I'm like Josh Casts, and I'm really excited to go ahead and talk about my project as a part of Google Seasonal Talks program. Before we dive into the project, which I was super happy with how it turned out, why don't you share a little bit about your background with our listeners? So... I'm an open source research strategist and tech diversity community management specialist. 
developing new and improving existing computer-based technologies in the advanced open source ecosystem. I basically help organization use, release, and contribute to free and open source software, which is useful for both, that is for the community itself and for their end users. And recently I got a chance to work as a research technical writer with the Chaos Project as a part of Google Seasonal Docs program. So you have a long history in open source. I know you have done quite a bit and even have mentored, I believe, was it Google Summer of Code before? So what was it about the Chaos Project specifically that connected with your past experiences? Well, being an open source research strategist, I have been working within the open source past four years. And I have come across many instances where I felt like this need to improve open source in, in very uh, different formats. So taking those things into consideration, I always wanted to go behind the scene and understand how basically the community works or how exactly we measure the health of the community. So taking these specific keywords, I would say, taking these things into consideration, I came across a chaos project and I was very much fascinated by the vision on which the chaos work, which is like creating the analytics and metrics to help define the community health. So this thing which encouraged me to be a part of the chaos community and start with this project. That's really great that when you were looking for a project to work with that you saw this in the chaos project because we set this up to bring together industry professionals like yourself and others to talk about how do we make communities healthy and then not just make them healthy, but assess the health through metrics, through analytics and building out the metric definition. So we have a shared language throughout the open source ecosystem and also build out tools that we can use as community managers, as open source program officers, as project maintainers, as foundations, as researchers. Like you said, you're also doing research. So it's really great that you found the Chaos Project. I'm really glad that we got to work together over these couple of weeks. Yeah, it was really fun working with the Chaos Project because I got to know about not only about the Chaos Project, but also how we research around this specific domain, this specific vision, because it is more important in the current scenario in the open source that we need to understand the open source health ecosystem better of the community. And I think like I got a better chance to understand this specific thing while working on my project as a part of Google Seasonal Docs. So as I see the work you have done here is related to chaos, uh, and that means it's related to metrics and open source community health. I'd like to know a little bit more about the project that you have put on here and what it entails. So could you tell me a little bit more about your project? Yeah, sure. So I would start basically from like how this idea came and how I started with this project. So as we know that there are different working groups within the chaos community, which had developed their own ways of working and documenting their I mean, like desperate processes to varying degrees, right? Uh, working groups includes like basically, I mean, like different working groups, which are inside the chaos community. And these working groups, which had set up their own participating and working ways, and they have adapted different ways of communication and work culture, right? So these working groups in accordance with metrics had different focus areas 
and background, which works for appropriate metrics and I'm like, which lead various researches and development under perspective working groups category and not the right path to lead various, I'm like, specifically help newcomers and existing contributors who are not known that how to participate or take the right path to for the respective workings, right? So as a result of this, the things within the chaos community were not standardized. Therefore, to know the right process and basic fundamentals of the work culture across the community, the goal of the handbook was to centralize the critical information and standardize the parts of it across the chaos project. So the critical information and the standardization parts are majorly focused on the processes that chaos uses so that chaos have the agreement of how community accomplishes work, how newcomers can participate and follow the fundamentals of the community, uh, what processes and pathway newcomers and existing members have to follow for availing the leadership within the chaos community. So taking all these things into consideration, I developed the chaos community-wide handbook, which serves as an instruction manual for existing and new community members on how to get work done in specifically within the chaos project. This project evolves as a creative component of collecting and organizing the content for the handbook, as well as the technical component of defining how to represent the handbook. So basically, if I would say, if a newcomer or existing community member, they have to define their own focus area or else if they have to introduce a proposed a new metric, right? So these handbooks give them a better understanding of what processes they have to follow or what steps they have to take in order to get their metrics published on the website. And the metrics which can also be used by the other people or other communities. So this was the whole idea behind a project even on which I worked and this linked with the metric mechanism. I can add here also that as we are discussing in the chaos community about what does it take to have a healthy community, documentation comes up time and time again. And we didn't have a central documentation, I just read said. And while we have metrics to look at how good does a project do documentation, we had to take a step back as a chaos project and say, okay, we need to work on this. We need to make an effort here to have a community handbook that does everything that Jessica just said. I was driving that a little bit and was super happy when Google season of docs accepted us. And then Jessica came along as one of the candidates. And one thing that I wanted to point out here is how you got started with the project, the application process, because this is something that others can learn from when they're looking to work in an open source project. And what I remember is you jumped right into the conversation. You were uh, discussing with us how we wanted the handbook, what technology we wanted it to run on. You were fleshing out the table of contents and you were very interactive, engaging in the process of defining your project proposal, which was excellent and that's why we chose you to work on this. So as I said, being a research strategist, I was very much fascinated by the Chaos Project and the vision on which uh, Chaos Project works. As, as far as I could remember, I started like working with the Chaos community this April. I also knew that like the Google Seasonal Docs was in the parallel. So I thought like maybe it would be a good chance to participate 
into the Google Senior Docs program with the Kiosk project. So talking about the preparations, which I, I exactly like how I went ahead. So I started preparing my proposal. The basic necessity for me was to understand the concept behind this project, which the Kiosk project proposed as a part of Idealist. And for me, it was important to understand the basic idea behind that. And after understanding the basic idea, taking down the key points where the kiosk was lacking and how things can be improved. So I started with the discussions inside the kiosk community, discussing with the various community members, understanding how things can be improved, what goals they have, and how things would be easy and convenient for the others to know. So I started with the discussion of a basic thing, which is a kind of a documentation tool, as a documentation tool is a kind of a high priority thing for writing a documentation. And for me, it was important to discuss the tool which we're going to adapt after we had done with the this specific project. So we finally ended up, though I proposed various tools, but we finally ended up using the Gitbook as a documentation platform. And yeah, it, it is even quite good to use and it is quite easy to make edits and write new contents. So after I discussed about the tool which we had to use, I started preparing my own proposal. So within the proposal, I specifically elaborated each and everything which I wanted to propose within this project. So I the deliverables were like, I specifically wrote down, these would be the sections which uh, will be included and these will give this specific understanding to the newcomers or existing committee members and this can be useful. So this is how I went ahead and preparing my proposal. I was in a regular touch with my mentors who were guiding me at every step, who were helping me in reviewing the proposal. And based on those feedbacks which I received, I prepared my proposal in a much better way. And with a cross finger, I submitted my proposal when the, de like the deadline came to submit the proposal for the Google Seasonal Docs program. And luckily, I got selected as a, one of the aspirants within the Kiosk project. So I was quite excited to work on this project because I, till the time when these results were announced, I had went into the core of the Kiosk community and I had the basic understanding of the Kiosk community as well. So, and I knew like once I began with my work, once I began working on this project, I will understand more things in a much better way. And I will definitely end up doing uh, something better, which will definitely be useful for the community as well as for the other people. So yeah, this is how the things went for me. That was quite an insightful bit about your proposal. Now let's talk about how your project evolved throughout the working period. How did it go from the starting point till the completion? What changes were made? Basically, the things which I proposed in my proposal, like the sections, as I talked about, there were different sections, different pages, which were required to be included into the community handbook. These pages were like the general values, the roadmaps, the community guidelines. So I basically wrote down different sections and taking individual like separate sections, it was uh, very much important to understand the core of the specific section. Like if I talk about the values, the value section was something which firstly I was required to understand the values on which the kiosk community live and understand after understanding those values, it was required to draft them into the community handbook. So this is how like I started with the project. I basically started with the things 
which I could do from the scratch, like the values, the roadmap, the terminology, which we use inside the kiosk community. And then we had community guidelines, different roles and responsibilities. I also wrote about path to leaderships. So I went with defining different sections, writing different content under different sections. And I basically ended up doing various things like writing down various sections. So it was really interesting and it was really under every section I got to learn about the new aspects. And the most exciting for me was the chaos history. So it was really fun working on this project. So what are your next steps going forward? Well, my next step would be to stay around with the community and improve this uh, community handbook in a much better way if we can. And the idea which I have in the mind is to start with the open discussion and open working group for the specific community handbooks. Since community handbooks plays a very important role in every community. And I see like there are very, like there are different communities in the open source which haven't adopted the community handbook so far. So I think like it would be a great to discuss these things with the communities if they would be interested and to start with the basic um, like working group around this. Yeah, I would be sticking around with the community, maintaining this project further. And so this is how my further plans would be. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for all of the work that you've done. I think the handbook that we have now is looking really good. So if people want to find you online, connect with you, where are you online? And we'll put the links in the show notes as well. I'm a kind of a social geek, so I'm very much active on social handles. So you can find me on Twitter. LinkedIn or uh, Facebook, I would be happy to help. Excellent. We're coming to the end of the episode. We always like to round it off with some value ads or picks where we describe something that has brought value in our life. And I can kick it off. Mine this week is The Orville. It's a TV show that was inspired by Star Trek, but it's uh, more comedy drama and it's really funny you know out in space a lot of crazy things are happening and we watch it as a family one or two episodes per week yeah it's been bringing a lot of joy into our lives matt do you want to go next yeah my pick is the home search my fiance and i are moving up from an apartment to a small house we're very excited ready to expand ready to have more room to do things and ready for room for our pets, two cats and a dog. A little bit of a personal pick, but I like to talk about it. Asa, could you tell me a little bit about your pick? So I recently started working on my drawing skills. I came across this wonderful book called You Can Draw in 30 Days or something similar. So it starts out with like teaching you the basics of how to see light and do other things and shape things. So I spend my days nowadays just trying to draw cubes without any help from the scales or anything like that. So Jessica, you can round us off. What's your value add? I'm learning and researching robotics stuff. So I'm very much curious to grab some knowledge in this specific domain. And I'm very much excited to see how things can work within this robotics field. Is there anything in the robotics field that has really excited you lately? Well, the thing which I'm very much fascinated is uh, moves, 
how we can organize different moves within the robotics field and the moves i would say like the moves where you get a one-on-one conversation with the person like the robot talk with the different person while moving on different paths and moving on different things so this is how i'm working on it so it, it is something which is quite unique but let's see what we end up super interesting well, it's time to say thank you. Thank you, Jaskarat, for coming on to the podcast and being the Google Season of Docs technical writer for the Community Handbook. Sure. Thank you very much. It was really fun talking about my project. So I'm looking forward to stay around with the community and stay around with this specific project. I also want to say thank you to Asta Bist and Matt Snell for not just being on the podcast today, but also being mentors throughout the Google season of Docs. Glad to be part of it. Yes, it was great looking at just Kirat's work and interacting with all of you. And thank you to you, our listener, for joining us on this episode about the Google season of Docs project. To stay up to date on future episodes, subscribe for free to this podcast on your favorite podcast app. Share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. If you have ideas for future episode topics or would even like to come on as a guest, please email us at podcast at chaos.community. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, your chaos community.